Hey there, I'm Kevin Daisy. And I'm Eric Olson. You're listening to the Managing Partners Podcast, where we interview top lawyers about how they're growing their firms. All right. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to another live recording of the Managed Partners Podcast. This is my second one today. So thanks for joining me yet again. My name is Kevin Daisy. I'll be your host. We run Array Digital. We're a digital marketing agency, specifically working with law firms to help grow their pipelines. But today we have a special guest, William London. Thanks for coming on. And you go by Bill as well, right? Oh, I do, Kevin. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. That's great. Yes, sir. So William here is coming in from California, has spent some time in Virginia where I'm located, but, you know, tell us a little bit about your journey, how you decided to practice as an attorney and kind of how you, you know, evolved to go into practice and a a partner at the firm you're at now. Oh, sure. Well, maybe I didn't have a choice. My grandfather was an attorney. My dad's uh, an attorney. And (laughs) um, yeah, so family business family business. And uh, yeah, you know, it, it's, um, and I think when I first started to get interested in it in college, everything I heard was, well, it's a great profession because you get exposed to a wide variety of work. It's very intellectually stimulating. You can advance over your course of your career. You can be compensated uh, well. Of course, it's challenging starting with law school and then getting your feet under you when you begin your career. But it can also be rewarding, very satisfying to be a counselor to clients to help them in a time of need. So, and I was especially attracted to the, uh, I do a, a wide variety of transactional work, but I do a lot of trust and estate work. My grandfather uh, was a trust attorney, my godfather as well. And I especially like the personal connection I make with my trust clients. I mean, you really get to know them and their families. They really rely on you. They uh, reveal a lot of information about their family makeup, situation, assets, goals, everything. And so it's a great uh, connection I've made. You know, they're good clients, also good friends through that uh, work. Excellent. So I guess a little bit uh, about the firm and everyone checking out, uh, check the website below. I put it down here. Uh, on the screen. I'll also put that in the comments here in just a second so everyone can uh, click and, and hit that link. But tell us a little bit about uh, some of you know, all the practice areas that you handle there at the firm as far as you know the other uh, attorneys, but also what you really specialize in. Sure. So we are a uh, currently a 12-person firm. We've been growing rapidly. We were at uh, four people just a couple of years ago. And wow. even with Right. Even with the pandemic, we've been growing really fast. We're very lucky for that. In addition, we're kind of unique because typically a firm of this size may only focus on one practice area, whereas we have three departments. I'm the head of the transactional department, which covers business transactions, real estate transactions, and trust and estates work. We have a litigation department about business and commercial litigation, dispute resolution. And then we have a personal injury department. So uh, catastrophic injury, death, uh, car accidents, uh, slip and fall, all are covered under the personal injury department. And then uh, to add even another more interesting (laughs) layer to our practice, 
we have a wide variety of languages spoken at the firm. So we have the uh, Spanish speaker, we have the Japanese speakers, we have Chinese speakers, of which I am one. So I'm not a native speaker, but uh, pretty nearly fluent in Mandarin Chinese. I'd say, yeah, I'd say about a quarter of my clients are monolingual Chinese speakers. And, you know, I've given talks all in Chinese. I've given you know, meetings uh, on legal topics all in Chinese. And we have a native speaker legal translator on our staff uh, full time for help. But um, well, it makes for an interesting practice. Uh, yeah, you encounter. That's very unique. That's issues. awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so all on your website, the um, where you can, it looks like you can switch the translation. I assume that's why that's there. Okay, that's excellent. So I guess random question is, uh, where are you from originally? Well, how long do we have? About a half hour? <laughs> well, I know you have a little bit of an accent, so I'm just you know, interested to see um, where you're from. Sure. No. Um, <laughs> Unless you're from remember, a lot of places. I remember, <laughs> yeah, I remember mentioning this story to uh, someone, a younger person, and they said, oh, you must be running from the law. So, no, that's not the case, but... You know, I was born in New York, lived in Connecticut till high school. Then we moved to California and um, back east for law school. I was in D.C. for three years, lived a couple years in Virginia during law school, and then also spent a couple years living and working in China. And that's where I picked up Chinese. Okay. But uh, kind of uh, full, so full circle here back to California and uh, Orange County, Southern California, which is a wonderful place for you know, to have a practice and to have a family and young children. So it's, it's a nice spot to be. Excellent. All right. Excellent. Thanks for that background. Yeah. All right. So let's get into some questions about, you know, your firm, what you guys are doing, your a lot of success with growth, which is great to hear. And so I want to learn more about what you're doing and the managing partners that are tuning in want to know, Hey, what, you know, what is William doing? What has he done? How can I extract some value out of this episode? So that's why we're here. Right. So when it comes to, getting clients through the door, whether they fill out a form, phone call, a referral. You know, what are some of the tactics marketing-wise are you guys uh, practicing? And what are you doing that may be unique? Anything different that's worked well for you to attract clients to the firm? Isn't this a good topic? You know, there's all different techniques. We have a marketing plan. I, you know, I think more than anything else, you have to do good work. You know, you have to make your clients happy. They're going to be the best sources of future work, the best marketers for you as they go out into the community with their colleagues or friends. So first and foremost, you, you try to do a good job. And I think that is noticed not only by your clients, but opposing counsel. We've had uh, opposing counsel on several cases refer clients to our firm because they've been impressed with our work. If you're working with a financial advisor or CPA or any other type of professional to serve your client's needs on the client's case, if you're doing a good job, they want to connect with you and maybe develop a cross-referral relationship. So, you know, no money out of pocket to do a good job on client work. You don't have to for a lot of money on online advertising or print advertising, which of course is important, but you know, starting from doing good work, I think is a, is a, a really important thing to do. But uh, yeah, we're also involved in a good amount of networking groups with lawyers, with non-lawyers. That's a good way to get your name out there, especially when you're first getting started. Oh yeah. I mean, that's how my business was started. 
100 percent grassroots meeting people shaking hands doing good work you got to do good work 100 percent. so you you don't go very far if you're not doing good work yeah. uh, and then you got to resort to to advertising and other things that you know to get people to to come to the door are there other um as far as my, you know i've looked at your website nice website what are some of the maybe some digital things that you're doing outside of the the good work and referrals uh are there certain initiatives or things that you guys have done to maybe rank on google or uh, with the website social media are there other things like that, that you guys are involved in sure well that's exactly right uh, my very next point would be you know if you do all this good work but you don't promote yourself you're really shooting yourself in the foot because uh, you know, we have the um, internal software for, for client management and uh, firm administration. Yeah. And so anytime we have a good result, we post internally this victory story for what we did for the client. And uh, now we have a um, administrative assistant full time, a relatively new hire. It's not maybe the first hire you make when you're starting a firm, but uh, now we're we have that hire and to, her job is to take all of those victories and package them into postings that we can do on LinkedIn, newsletters, whether it's email or physical mail to clients and other centers of influence, you know, not just LinkedIn, but uh, Facebook, our website, doing blog posts. So excellent. Yeah. And that's, video. A, that's a good. Uh, yeah. And video too. Yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, the last video I did, uh, so this one's a little bit easier for me because the last video I did was about a month ago on real estate, all in Chinese. So that <laughs> it's a little easier to speak English here for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I guess I can't check that video out because I want to know what you're saying, but um, <laughs> I'd like to know more about the real estate stuff. Hey there, this is Eric J. Olson, the CEO of Array Law. If you're ready to work with a world-class digital marketing company, reach out. You can find us online at ArrayLaw.com or call us at any time, 757-333-3021. Okay, excellent, Seth. You know, you guys are doing some right things. You're, you're already, you're doing the good work. You're collecting basically almost like a testimonial or the performance and you know, you can just waste that. And what you guys are bringing that forward, you're packaging up and putting it out in different channels. It's a great, a great plan. It's a great idea. And I feel like a lot of people, you know, yeah, a lot of people don't wait, they don't have a plan, but they'd also just don't like to ask their clients for referrals or like that. And honestly, if you just have a plan built in and doing what you're doing, for one, the clients are going to be happy to give you a referral. But if you don't ask, sometimes they might, you know, not, not get that. But also if you don't extract those stories, you know, from the work that you're doing, uh, like you said, shooting yourself in the foot, you know, so great, great marketing plan. I love that. Oh, no. Yeah. Are you guys doing any other things like Google ads or any kind of advertising and things like that as well? You know, we <laughs> haven't, uh, we, we might've tried that very briefly, but I don't think we gave it a fair shot. I, I do know that we've had some analysis done and you know, maybe it goes without saying, but the personal injury line of the work and also a little surprising to me, the estate dispute or state uh, litigation those are two areas that are heavily searched online. And so, you know, you, you need yeah. to kind of cast a wide net for that. Right. And so I, I think that, the, you know, getting higher up in the search rankings for those keywords, uh, maybe even spending some on ads uh, would be really helpful. I mean, certainly for PI. That's huge for PI. <laughs> yes. Uh, you, you, uh, you know, all you need is one good case if you 
spend a bunch of money on advertising, but you get a really good case out of it, it's, it's well worth it. And if you don't spend anything on advertising, you may never get a good case. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're speaking, you know, preaching the choir over here, but <laughs> because, you know, that's a lot of what we do. We, we, we help firms get leads and cases, but no, but it starts with what you said. You got to do good work. You have to be able to have the integrity and just do good by clients. And then the other things are on top of that. Also, I think that shows through. So if you are advertising or doing things that get ranking and someone does come in, they're likely to convert higher than, you know, a firm that just straight, you know, does crazy commercials and advertises all day long and they're on every side of the buses and stuff like that. So I think they see that you guys have the case studies, you have the testimonials, you have the clients, you, you know, you're doing the good work, then that advertising or efforts will go even further, you know? And think I always tell, I tell people this or managing partners for sure. A lot of, um, Attorneys, they're built on referrals and relationships, which makes sense. And everyone should have that. And that should always be, you know, you're a big focus of what you do. But think about Google as another referral source. I'm searching. I need your help, but I don't know you exist. So you can either be there to assist me or you don't show up. I can't actually reach out to you for your help. So that's just kind of ways I, I think about it is if I think I can help someone and they're looking for my service, why not let them try to find me so I can at least have that conversation. Oh, sure. Sure. And I think the, you know, consumer based to law practices, you're going to get people looking online for this sure. type of thing. Yeah. It's so convenient for the consumer to do a search. Yeah. yeah. And I think, you know, on the business side, business law types like that, I think it's, you know, there are certain things like for me, like we have business attorneys that we work with. I, I, there's definitely a certain practice areas that I feel like you're going to get more of a trusted referral then I would go search for. Right. And then there's, but there's other types of law that I definitely would never ask for a referral to like divorce or maybe even personal injury. Cause there's there certain things I just don't want people to maybe know. Right. So I'm, I'm going to go do my own research. I'm going to go search online. I think also too, from the business side or, or some of the other things is there's probably a lot of people moving to your area, right. That might not have that, you know, neighbor referral or someone they trust because they just moved in. So now their source is, well, I guess I got to go search because I don't know anyone here. So unless, you know, unless you practice everywhere. So, uh, so it's just a couple of things like that, you know, think about how people search, how they operate, whether or not you want to be in farm or not, then create a strategy and, and execute on that. So that's kind of how we think. Well, I, yeah. And I would, uh, I would say too, you know, when a client comes in the door, we have an idea of why they're here. They're referred to us and stuff, but uh, we never know for sure exactly what through their mind. So, you know, they may get a, lukewarm endorsement from someone but then they go on our website and there's something they like about if it looks professional or one of our backgrounds or our content so you know we're not sure we're never 100 percent sure exactly what was the deciding factor for them so i you know from a business owner's perspective and you know we're in a competitive environment here you want to try to just uh, make sure you're not lacking in any uh, yeah. any regard yeah well that's a good point i think you know that's a good point you know is what i know i try to do if i'm intercepting a potential lead or a client is uh, i ask them hey how'd you find us and and what made you decide to you know reach out to us today what's you know what was the driving factor like just so i understand them a little bit better i, re I really want to understand their thinking and that might help me adjust things that we're doing you know um hey guys i've seen a lot of people come through and they said they liked this. So uh, let's do more of that. Um, we're hearing a lot of clients that 
know, whatever made them decide to fill out our form or give us a call. So might be a good practice for you to, to do. But okay, well, no, let's get on to uh, another question or two, and then we don't want to waste too much of your time. And I don't want you to have to uh, bill me, you know, for this this time here. <laughs> yeah, no, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, what are some? Uh, you mentioned um, managing your pipeline. Some of the software that you use. What are you guys uh, using for that? Oh, sure. Uh, so we use uh, well, we use uh, Clio as a practice management software. It handles all Excellent. of our uh, yeah contact information for clients, our billing. We do conflict checks through Clio. Handle client trust accounts through that. And then another big software for us is Microsoft Teams. So you know, just internal communication, case uh, notes, compiling documents for the cases. That's uh, very convenient. So you know, we're a relatively newer firm. We're you know, all three partners are relatively on the younger side, although we all had about 10 years each of uh, legal experiences as, as lawyers. But uh, we're able to take on this new software and use it, whereas I know there's some other firms out there that have been around for a while that they're probably on email, but not much <laughs> more than that. Yeah, yeah, that's excellent. Yeah, I mean, Clio is a great software. A lot of our clients use that. I hear that quite often. And then Microsoft Teams and all the things now too, you know, are you guys fully back in the office full time? Did you ever leave the office? And how, how'd that go? Oh, sure. Well, we've had um, some folks who've worked from home occasionally, although all three partners here have been here with the exception of maybe a week. We've been here the entire time. And I think that set a good example for the rest of the staff. Of course, we don't require people to be here, <laughs> but if they see the partners showing up, I think they're more inclined to think it's a good idea to show up too. And, you know, there's all this technology out there, but yeah, especially because we've had a lot of growth, a lot of new employees for onboarding and training and developing a culture. It's tough to do online. It's not impossible, but it's tough to do online. And it's just much easier to, you know, cultures developed not uh, just through a planned meeting, but through impromptu bump into someone in the hall or you ride yeah. the elevator 100%. together or you get lunch together. Yes. So that, that's been a real blessing for us that we've had this office environment uh, throughout this tough time. Yeah, I like that a lot. We went from home for a while, but we made, you know, a few months back, we're like, you know, we, we need to be in the office. We even questioned the office at one point. We're a digital company. I mean, we do have uh, quite a few people that are in other states, so they're not here physically, but we knew that the office built our culture by having that environment. We just couldn't lose that. And um, again, while we do have remote folks, they get to see the office on video and we still have a lot, you know, some in-person events per year where we fly people to get together and trying to maintain that. But it's a very important piece of how we built our culture. And so uh, that's good that you guys recognize that. And I think that that's a good move for sure. Mm, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Well, real quick, last question, and I'll let you go is what's the next year or up to five years? What's, what's it look like? What is on the radar? What's your plans? What's your strategy? Uh, for growth, what do you what are you seeing? Oh, sure. Well, we've been building out our individual departments. So we have uh, uh, let's see, we've got uh, one, two, three. We have uh, three staff attorneys now. I think we're going to probably at least double that in the next couple of years, so that each department has a lead partner and perhaps a couple associate attorneys, and then of course with uh, paralegal and legal assistant staff there. I think that that's probably a good <laughs> a good amount of balance. I mean, we want to be able to still do legal work, not just manage a law firm all the time, but we also want to be able to cater to and be able to service you know some of the bigger 
clients out there who would need a certain amount of staff. I mean, one of the nice things about our firm is we have partner rates, associate attorney rates, paralegal rates, even case manager rates. So anytime we take on a project, we can staff the project in a cost-effective manner. Excellent. Right, compared to maybe a, a smaller firm out there who only has uh, partners, and then we're, we're nowhere near the rates that a larger firm would have. And then our partners are heavily involved uh, in the cases, which is not always the case at a at a bigger firm. So yeah, I think we want to get to maybe about 10 attorneys by the time we hit the five-year mark, five years from now. Excellent. I think that'll, that'll be a happy medium between practicing law and also managing a team. That's excellent. I mean, that's, that's a good goal. It sounds like you guys have been growing pretty well and you're on your way. So exciting. Very exciting. Excellent. Well, again, I'll, I'll, it is five. So I will on five, my time, what times are there? You're three hours behind us, I believe. Well, if you say it's five, I'll, I'll uh, stop working myself. No, it's, it's two o'clock. Yeah, it's it's five o'clock yeah. somewhere. Yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah. uh, anything else you want to add? Again, uh, the website address is below. I'll put that in the comments. Uh, is there also another way that uh, people can reach out to you, another managing partner or someone listening to the podcast? Is there a way that they can connect with you, you know, whether it's through a, a profile or, or directly? Oh, sure. Well, LinkedIn's pretty easy. You know, we're all on LinkedIn here at the firm and uh, you can send a message or connect with me through LinkedIn. We have a, uh, on our website, we have a place where you can submit a question or get in touch with us. Uh, obviously the phone number's there too, but uh, happy to connect with other managing partners. I think one of the nice things about this role is, you know, you connect with other people, you get to learn a lot about what they're doing and they may learn from you. So yeah, happy to be on this uh, forum with you here, Kevin, and uh, happy to connect with anyone who would like to. Yeah, I really appreciate it. And then that's what, you know, what the show is all about and uh, trying to I know for me, I run a business and sometimes it's lonely uh, as an entrepreneur and, and having others to talk to, others to learn from. And uh, that, that's what we're really trying to accomplish here is that, you know, hopefully someone can listen to what you're doing and the growth and your ambitions and, and take something away from that. So uh, we appreciate you sharing your story and about your firm. And uh, so everyone tuning in right now too, if you're, uh, you know, want to see episodes like this and also William's episode, which will be out in the podcast soon, you can go to uh, raylaw.com forward slash podcast. William will also have this up on our, my LinkedIn. It'll be on YouTube, Facebook. So, and then uh, we'll be featuring William quite often as the next couple of weeks go by when we, we get some of this content uh, developed. So William, so, okay, say thanks enough, Kevin. That was a real pleasure. Yes, sir. Well, if you could just stick around we'll, when I end here, we go, we're, we're live still right now, but when we end, uh, stay on with me for a few seconds. We'll just chat real quick before you go. Sounds and, good. Uh, we'll do that in a second. So also anyone, other managed partners tuning in for raylaw.com. We help firms just like Williams to build their cases, build their leads, fill their pipeline. So any questions about that, let me know. You don't have to work with us necessarily to talk to us. So uh, we can take a look at what you're doing and see if we can help. So go to raylaw.com. And thanks for tuning in again to another live recording of the Managed Partners Podcast. William, it's five o'clock. That's right. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Thanks, Kevin. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Bye-bye.